David Clark, the People's Sheriff. Okay, in this segment, let me start with a correction. I said that John Gibb, John Gibbs um, was fluent in Spanish. He's fluent in Japanese. How cool is that? How many non-Asians do you know are fluent in Japanese? Wow. Anyway, we're a little more than a week removed from the horror in Dallas when a black racist started attacking indiscriminately white police officers. He said he was on a mission to kill white people. He was out there to avenge for Black Lives Matter. It was just a horrible, horrible scene, and not because it was police officers per se, but just the the bloodshed, the innocent lives that were traumatized. I mean, he, he wounded a couple of citizens, too, who attended that rally. I'm not going to break down the, the rally you you or the situation. You kind of know. Uh, what I like to do, and I've said that before, is when these things happen, I, I like to try to sit back and, you know, take my time, let some of the thing evolve before I start opining and, and analyzing it. You know, the tendency now, especially with the media, I mean, everybody is running around. Everybody's talking off the top of their head. Nobody knows what they're talking about. All these experts come out of the wall, including uh, law enforcement officers who have been removed from the game for quite some time. You know, they were they were on the street in the 70s and 80s, and the game has passed them by. Policing is different. Society's different. The way pe- uh, police officers are trained is different. They're more educated, more professional than we were in the 70s. And so you get to hear the perspective of people who, you know, I'm going to be straight with you. They really don't know what they're talking about. Okay, they're, uh, well, you know, the media has to keep the thing moving. And so they reach out to people. And they feature me uh, frequently. Don't get me wrong. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm still in the game. I'm still in law enforcement. I'm a law enforcement executive. I have 38 years of experience in Urban policing, modern policing, modern techniques. It's one of the few things that I will say that I'm an expert about. I don't really like that word, expert. So, I sat up there listening to all this hysteria going around, the talk shows and the news accounts and Everyone was talking around the issue. Okay, you had the incident. It was okay to talk about the incident. Hey, five law enforcement officers killed, many more wounded. You know, this this black racist out there killing white people indiscriminately, that's news. But then in the days that follow, when there's not a lot more they can say about the incident, that's when they go into phase two. And phase two... Just like we always do. We did it after Orlando. Phase two was we were talking about gun control. When I say we, not you and I, but the left. But then the whole conversation that we obliged them and we took the cheese. We were talking about gun control. Or, you know, gun control doesn't work. That wasn't the issue surrounding Orlando. That issue was radical Islamic terrorism. So we get to this situation here in Dallas. 
And all of these are different. But there was an elephant in the room. And everybody talked around it. They ignored it. And so what I did, as the week went on, and I was doing news accounts, I tried to bring this thing, transition back into what's really going on here. Because the police became the straw men. Oh, it's the police. We have to do something about the police. We have to do something about police and community relations, especially in minority communities. And oh, it's the police need to de-escalate. And all the police need to be retrained. And all the police need to be more sensitive. And I'm listening to this crap. And I said to myself, and I said in some of the interviews, I said, let's talk about this. What leads to so many instances of interactions between young black males and police? Crime. Underclass, black underclass, crime. Who are the police after? Criminals. Why do we have so many interactions involving law enforcement and the criminals in our urban centers? Because it's heavily populated, densely populated with underclass black males involved in criminal activity. Who are the police after? Criminals. Who are they out there looking for? Who are they likely to stop? People engaged in suspicious behavior. Now ask yourself this, who's overrepresented in involvement in violent crime? Young, black, males. That might be an ugly truth, but it's still the truth. You just heard John Gibbs talk about it. Why is it always that these thugs and criminals are the ones being killed in police interactions? It's not the young black man who attends school regularly? Who's holding down a job? Who's maybe in the service? Maybe home on leave? It's always some thug. And that might be an ugly reality, but it's still the truth. But everybody in, in this, this, this post-Dallas wanted to focus on changing police behavior and police tactics. Tactics that work, by the way. This is the low-hanging fruit. And nobody, nobody wants to talk about the flawed lifestyle choices and behavior of too many black males as was described by John Gibbs. Things like gang involvement, drug involvement, weapons violations, criminal behavior and activity. No one wants to ask, where are the dads? Where are the fathers? See, that's the hard stuff. And I'm going to be real honest here. The left doesn't want to talk about it for obvious reasons. They caused much of it. They set the stage anyway with the welfare industrial complex. But people on the right, white folks, they're afraid of it. They don't want to talk about it. Why? Because you don't want to be called racist. That's, that's the model. See, they, they come out and they attack you. You become the bad guy. And people are like, I don't need that mess over here. 
I get that. I thoroughly get it. And I'll take on that job. Not white, but I'll take on that job, calling this stuff out for what it is. Urban decay. The growth of the underclass. It has nothing to do with the police. These police interactions are not caused by the police. But we run from this stuff. You know, Eric Holder said when it comes to race, we're all cowards. Well, some people are. I'm not. But see, the left pushes it in a direction. They, they, they pull out the shiny object. After Orlando, it was guns. When it was really radical Islamic terrorism. After Dallas, it was police behavior. There's nothing wrong with the police. And the police do not need to change. We're going to go after another aspect of this in the next segment. We're going to talk about black lies matter. This is David Clark, the People's Sheriff, on the Blaze Radio Network. 